This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play. Hello everyone, welcome back to the 4Play Podcast, it's Bella. This is Jace. We have such a fun episode for you guys today. We just got back from all of the lifestyle resorts over in Cancun, Mexico, and so we have a ton of reviews and information to share with you guys. Today's one is about Temptation Resort. Yeah, but be on the lookout because in the next couple weeks we'll also have a Desire Review and a Desire Pearl Review, so then you'll be able to know what you want to go to. Which one's best for you, which ones we liked the most, all of that information. We'll have some sexy story times that happened as well, but that will be in another episode. So let's go ahead and start with the review. We're going to hop into the demographic of Temptation Resort. So Temptation is a little bit funny. It is not a lifestyle resort. It's a lifestyle-friendly resort. So with that being said, it was the youngest crowd I feel like we've ever seen at any sort of lifestyle place, if you want to call it that. There was a lot of people in their 20s and early 30s, but it didn't seem like to us that many people were really lifestyle. There was a lot of bachelorette parties there, bachelor parties. There was a ton of single guys there who were not like lifestyle single guys. They were just seemed like single guys who wanted a party. So it had a very different feel. And we feel like most of the people that we met that were lifestyle lifestyle were in their 40s 50s late 30s we found that a lot of the people that we met there were open-minded so they didn't label themselves as swingers they didn't label themselves as being in the lifestyle they just said that they were open and we met a lot of couples that i asked oh how long have you been in the lifestyle and a lot of them didn't know what the lifestyle was and so just keep that in mind if you are looking for like-minded lifestyle people at these resorts. When it comes to the word open-minded for us, we tend to, I don't want to say stay away, but we don't necessarily like to get involved in play situations where people are just open-minded. For us, we played with people that are go with the flow or things like that. And we feel like sometimes boundaries get crossed because maybe people haven't communicated enough in their relationship. And we're not ready to, you know, deal with all of the other emotions and maybe people not being ready and us being participating in that so that's why we personally like whenever we're around people that are more lifestyle when it comes to play because we know that those people have communicated their rules and talk about it at least for the most part it seems to be that way so that's the one thing that we don't like about the word open-minded and we also met people that say oh well we play while we're here which is totally fine But for us, we personally like being around that lifestyle crowd a little bit more just because we feel like people maybe communicate a little bit better if they're in a lifestyle relationship, then people are just open. So that's why we personally kind of like the lifestyle aspect more. We also found that, so for the single guys or even couples who did say that they were open-minded, they didn't have that same lifestyle etiquette. Like they didn't, it just felt different. The vibe felt different. It's like they didn't know exactly if you're used to that lifestyle environment, used to swingers, they just didn't quite understand that unspoken respect and and etiquette if that makes sense size wise the property overall was 
really big. There was over 400 rooms. I think it was four, under 420 rooms, but 400 rooms. There is the tower, which is that middle section. If you are looking at the photos online, it's the super colorful one. So those rooms are the more expensive rooms and you get access to something called the sky tower. And there is a separate pool, hot tub, and a lobby where you can get food there. And you do have to be either staying in those rooms or be a premier member you'll have different wristbands that show you that we did try to go up there with our friend who was staying in the tower rooms but because we didn't have that specific bracelet they kicked jace and i out so <laughs> be aware of that they do check at least whenever we were there they checked maybe if we we went on a little bit of a slower time so Maybe if there was a ton of people, they wouldn't have cared, but they did care whenever we were there. And then there are the rooms on either side of the property as well. We got a garden view room, which we really liked. We were really close to the big pool. Um, I We were close to the food. I liked where we were versus having to be in the tower rooms where our friend was. So we personally liked it and we felt like the rooms itself didn't, differ that much in the decor of the tower rooms versus the one that we were in. The decor of the rooms, we felt like they were trying to do a modern uh, swanky? Is swanky the word? Maybe not swanky. It's like modern funky. Funky maybe, yeah. Funky, like spring, spring break type kind of feel, but it felt like they did it in a cheap way like an ikea way which not nothing wrong with ikea majority of our furniture is we IKEA. are sitting on ikea yeah. furniture with our drinks and everything on ikea furniture yeah <laughs> but then like, it just for the hotel itself it just seemed a little cheap i guess in a way and then the rooms themselves weren't super upkept we didn't think if you looked like in the corners and things it was getting kind of old and the bathrooms the there was no shower door which we did find out it was because whenever they did have shower doors they kept getting broken because people would try to fit a bunch of people into the shower so that's why there's no shower door but taking a shower in a place with no shower door was kind of weird more into the organization there is one really large pool i mean it's a very large pool that's the party pool that is where they have all of the event where the playmakers play the games there's a huge bar down there and we feel like that is where most of the people were during the day pretty much everyone seemed like they were there during the day there's also a quiet pool which they literally call the quiet pool it's next to it it's a little bit smaller but I actually really like that aspect. I like the aspect that if you wanted to party, you had that area to party where everyone was loud. And when you went over to the quiet pool, it was silent. So if you wanted to kind of get away and relax and be away from people, it was really easy there. So I liked how they had both of the pools. The quiet pool also was really big too. It was really nice. There was, they had their own bar. So if you didn't want to wait in line, you could just walk over to that pool to go get a drink. There was a couple hot tubs too. One hot tub was on the second floor, I guess you would call it, where the parties are at night. And we saw people in there, but there was never much of a party, at least when we were there in those hot tubs. And there's another hot tub, which we heard is a party. That's the one about the sky bar. 
But so we were able to see it. But whenever we were there, there was nobody partying. There was actually nobody in that hot tub. But it is a massive hot tub. So there is a couple hot tubs on property too. We also went up to the Sky Bar again at nighttime. Whenever there was nobody up there, uh, just so we could go get some pictures, and there was nobody up there either. So it seems like unless there is a huge takeover where a majority of the blocked rooms are in the tower, it seems like a majority of the guests do go to the main pool. And the main pool is it's so big like jace was saying and it's really nice outside of the the pool there's a ton of different chairs there are those plastic kind of wavy chairs that you can sit on inside of the pool within the pools there are little whirlpools inside of it which is really cool and then there's a huge awning in the middle of the pool or kind of towards the end so there's a ton of shade which is extremely important because some of the other resorts didn't have a lot of places for shade. One thing to note is definitely there is no playroom at Temptation. If you want a playroom, it's your room or your friend's room. There's no on-premise playroom. And I think that's because it's not a lifestyle resort. Like I said, it's lifestyle friendly. So just know there is no playroom there. This resort is known for being, or what they marketed as playground for adults or adult spring break. There is a ton of bars here. There's a bar at the pool, there's a bar inside, a bar upstairs. So you'll never kind of run out of places to get drinks. And the other area that's really nice that we thought was the gym. We went over there a couple times. The gym is so nice at Temptation and there's also very few people in it. So if you're looking for a good workout, the gym is actually super nice. They had a spa too. We didn't go into the spa, we looked at it, but if you wanted facials, get your nails done, your hair done, massages, that kind of stuff, you could also go there and over at the beach so if you walk a little bit further outside of the pool area there is that long beach area so if you just wanted to go hang out on the beach you can they had a bunch of chairs there it seemed like the beach wasn't that busy so if you wanted to really relax and get away from the party definitely can go over to the beach and there are also different areas for premier members and other specific areas for tower members if you wanted just to stay in those specific places we're not going to get into the actual memberships of those things if you wanted more information about that we would recommend to contact them but you just get different perks it costs different amounts to be part of this membership but you can learn about it whenever you do get to temptation they'll talk to you and kind of bring you over and see if you want to do a it kind of gives me timeshare type. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that type of uh, presentation, and they try to bribe you with some extra perk or something. Maybe they'll give you some, not onboard credit or on resort credit, some type of credit, but that's up to you if you wanted to do that. We did run into a lot of people who did have a premier membership. We personally didn't. We still had a great time. Theme night. So the theme nights change, I think, throughout the year. So go online. You can look at whatever the themes are for whenever you're there because it's going to change I think it changes year. yearly, yeah. not throughout the year, but maybe at the beginning of the year it'll change. So probably for 2023 is when they're going to change it. They don't update it all the time or anything. So. Yeah, but they are pretty standard themes. There was an animal print theme. I am so sick of animal print and safari themes. The animal print theme is fun. It's a safari theme that I'm tired of. This if you're is doing, safari. Yeah, this one was safari. If you do animal print, you can do all different types of animals. But when it's just safari, it's the same type of animals. But still, everyone just does leopards. 
zebras. Like, it's the same thing every time. No one actually dresses up as a dog or a duck or something. Well, I did, like, a cow before. Once. Or, like, a bunny would be cute, but you I've don't wear... I've never seen one. Well, I would. Like, I'm just saying, like, the animal print is fun. It's the safari theme that is overdone. <laughs> they also did a lace and lingerie theme, which, honestly, that is an overdone theme, too. But I like that theme because I think it makes people feel sexy to dress up in lingerie and walk around. So fun there. And the last theme was, like, a glitter glow theme, which kind of felt odd to me because some people kind of dress glowy and some people dress like New Year's Eve where it was glitters and sparkle and glam. So they were kind of up for interpretation, I guess. But... You know, I still like dressing up on theme no matter where we go. So those were the themes whenever we were there. We also felt here the people, the guests didn't super, super go all out on theme. We would say that it was similar to if you were to go to a club that had a theme. Whenever we went on the cruises, we felt like people, especially Bliss Cruise, we felt like people really went all out on theme. And so we thought maybe at the resorts it would be the same kind of thing. But I would say a majority of people did not go all that out. And how many people would you say actually did dress up in theme? Was it 50-50 or say more? 50, yeah. yeah. And like usual, typically the women dress up more in theme than the men. Next up is food. The food was okay. But I don't think you're going here for the food. You're not going, you know, to eat. I feel like with cruises, I think are a little bit different. I feel like cruises, eating is part of it. But the food here was okay. It wasn't the best food. I definitely was very satisfied with the food. They had a ton of different kinds of food. I think people go on vacation to have good food. Well, if you're going to temptation, (laughs) it's not the best food. It's not bad. It's mediocre. (laughs) It's it's good. It's not great. Um, I would say it's not good as mediocre. (laughs) And we have low standards. Yeah. When it comes to foods, but... Uh, so <laughs> the faces we just made at each other were... <laughs> um, so there is a breakfast and a lunch buffet every single day, and then there's a night buffet. And here, the night buffet is a Mexican buffet every single night, which honestly, I think the Mexican food was the best food there. And then they also had different restaurants. There is a restaurant called She, which I would highly recommend trying to get a reservation whenever you were there. At least whenever we went 3 o'clock, PM is whenever you can make reservations. So I got there at 2.30 and I was still around 20 to 25th in line and I barely got a reservation for that night. And they also only take reservations daily. So if you wanna go, you need to get there early to try to make a reservation. But she is really cool. It's almost like a steakhouse type place, but they have a show where these, it's a guy and a girl dance together. That was a picture of me. Of you? Uh-huh. Actually you? Yeah, and Jay. Where? I don't know. You just scrolled past it there. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. So I feel like we should keep this in. So we're on the Temptation website right <laughs> right now. So I could see the name of all of the restaurants. And Jay's just like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? That's from Instagram. I'm going to screenshot it. That is so funny. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. There is also a steak restaurant which we did not have the chance to go to just because we were only there for three nights we didn't have enough time there is an asian restaurant which does teppanyaki or like a hibachi type thing and also has sushi which i think was the best food wise what we enjoyed food wise the most was probably the asian restaurant and then there's a place called romanza which is an italian restaurant which was my least favorite place that we ate at and then there's sea flirt but that was closed a couple of nights whenever we were there which is a seafood restaurant so we did not get to try it but overall, the food I said was okay. Um, the one thing that I thought was cool was there is a little cafe type place where they do smoothies and coffees and teas and pretzels. So I really did enjoy that. And the last food that I think we do need to talk about is the late night food, which is an important food if you're partying. 
Every single night they had some people cooking hamburgers and hot dogs up by where the main party was. And then they also had sushi a few nights, a couple little buffet items. And the food, the hamburger I actually thought was pretty decent. And so the little late night snacks really kind of came in handy for us because every single night we would, you know, drink a little bit, we would party, we would dance, be tired before we go to bed, we'd just stop right over next to where everyone was dancing and they just had a buffet. Yeah, they had nachos, that kind of stuff. They had a ton of stuff. I'd say that was probably the best kind of food that we had there, but it might also be because we were drinking and hungry. I will say though, the, the restaurants themselves are really nice. It's super, you know how we were talking about that modern, upscale kind of trendy vibrant vibe that they're going for the entire resort the restaurants really did look like that i feel like the rooms were if you're looking on the website i would say the rooms on the website looks better than what it does in person but if you look at the restaurants it's pretty similar to what you'll see on the website photos and Okay, we loved eating the sushi. It's not the best sushi, obviously, because it's, you know, it's like bulk sushi. And we loved eating it, but every time that we had seafood, we did feel bad. Like our stomachs did hurt some, and we felt a little nauseous afterwards, like the next day. So just keep that in mind. We That happened at all of the resorts that we went to. So although it tasted good, you might want to skip it. Did I eat it every single day still? Seven days in a row? Yes, I did. No, the last two days. Six days in a row. Five five days in a row we did. And then we were like, okay, you know what? These Actually, no, it was six days in a row. Yep, the six last, days. The last day we were like, we should probably not. And that's because I had a flight the next morning at 5 a.m. That's why I did not eat it. <laughs> we're going to circle back to accommodations real quick. I know I talked about the rooms pretty in depth earlier, but we forgot to talk about how the bed, the bed was huge. So it was a king-size bed, at least. Yeah, yeah you yeah. could fit good probably eight people on there which is good decently comfortable yeah. yeah and also there was a ton of storage at temptation there was so many doors and cabinets to put stuff in but they were all flush to look modern which looked nice but they didn't open that well and we had so to have annoying. maintenance come in to fix ours because it broke and it wouldn't stay closed and there was a light on all the time so it does look nice yeah, but I didn't love the functionality of it. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you have to push to open and it like clicks in. And then also one thing that is really cool though is there is a mini fridge in all of the rooms that you get. It's like included. At least whenever we went, it was included. They have Coca-Cola in there. They have beer in there. But my favorite thing is they have water bottles. And every time they clean your room, they'll restock it. So since you can't drink the tap water there, it's nice that you can have water bottles. So they did refill those really often. So that was a really nice touch for the accommodation wise. And also circling back to the food and the drink, we didn't mention this, but it is completely all-inclusive. And so all the food is included, all of the drinks are included, the mini fridge, they restocked it, that's included. If you wanted super top shelf alcohol, you did have to pay a premium for that, or maybe if you were a part of the membership, you could have that, but in general, everything was included. Staff-wise, everyone really was great. All of like the staffs at the restaurants, the people that served you, the cooks, everyone was great. But my favorite staff members were the playmakers. The playmakers at Temptation were incredible. I think there was probably around 12 of them and every single one of them was so great. They all came up, they talked to you, they were very interactive, they got people involved. They're all so beautiful. Good Lord, they were beautiful to look every at. Every single one. They all look one, like they're, models. They're so pretty and they're just so sweet. They're and so fun. energetic. Yeah. 
and they that we had lunch sometimes i don't know if it was every day or if it was specific days but they would all go have lunch and they would go and eat with another group of people so we had lunch with one of the members we saw them having so they would like go up to the guests and they would talk to the guests and you would always see them with different guests and, and having jokes and, ma- and making jokes and dancing and so yeah like jay said i loved how interactive they were yeah and you can tell because you would watch at this resort was the only one i saw this really but the playmakers would go up and give people hugs and like you could tell that they had bonded with people mm-hmm. that were staying there as guests and so the playmakers truly made temptation great in our opinion the we'll get into the games and stuff later and like some of the activities they do but literally the playmakers are incredible at temptation and so i have nothing but great things to say about every single person that was working there as staff wise goes when it comes to cleaning the rooms and everything they were so quick and really good at that uh they had this little door hanger thing that said that you can clean the room or please come back later or please do not disturb and we left for breakfast came back and it was like our bathroom was completely clean and so and also the bar staff the the waiters and the waitresses all the servers oh my gosh amazing so staff was incredible i will say though if you are going to like be at the really busy bars it does sometimes take a little bit to get your drinks and we'll talk more about you know tipping and stuff later uh in the end of the podcast when it comes to the miscellaneous part but if you're wanting like even quicker service a bit of a tip goes a long way this episode is brought to you by us bella and jays of foreplay so if you guys are wanting to book a vacation a lifestyle vacation go to one of the resorts or the cruises if you guys book through our links it helps us out a ton it's free to you we even have different codes and coupons on there that saves you some money and so if you'll go to foreplay.com travel you can find all of the information there and you'll find our events too so if we are going to have any type of foreplay event or foreplay takeover you can join our group and we hope to see you there so foreplay.com slash travel let's say you're at the resort now or maybe at your local club or a house party whatever it is and you're looking for the perfect game we have it for you foreplay the game is the perfect adult icebreaker lifestyle game go to foreplay.com slash games to learn all about it but it really helps to break the ice it helps get conversations flowing it can help move in the direction of play that's what you're looking for so make sure to go foreplay.com slash games to check it out and if you're going to be at these resorts or maybe you need a gift to give to your lifestyle friends make sure you check out all of our apparel and accessories and flags we have so much stuff at foreplay.com slash shop for all of your swinger lifestyle needs we even have cute anime lewd style type of clothing on there if you didn't know i am a graphic designer so all of the art on there is created by me and jace and so check that out at foreplay.com shop now back to the show activity wise they said so the playmakers are really the big thing here they did a ton of different games at the pools they got people involved at night during the shows but during the daytime we were there for a foam party which you have the chance to do at certain times of the year they sprayed a lot of foam and they danced and it was so fun they made the foam go for over an hour i mean the whole entire pool looked like it was filled with foam and tip if you're at the foam party and there's a ton of of that soapy stuff and you're getting kind of suffocated because it gets really really high splash water on it so i feel like that is a huge pro tip because if somebody hadn't told us that we would have drowned (laughs) not actually but you know like it actually does get kind of scary because it gets so high and then they would put for the foam party specifically they had all of these different floaties 
ladies that they put in the pool and then they had this huge show with these dancers that came out almost that looked like Vegas show dancers it was incredible and then the playmakers did a dancing show for that foam party so if Definitely don't miss out on the daytime phone party. We had a friend who was at the nighttime phone party and she said the daytime one was a lot more fun. They did a bunch of other games that were cool too. They had like a Mr. Temptation contest. They had a perfect couple contest. They do a lot of different little games. One where they make drinks. Our favorite game was Naked Tequila Volleyball. And it was so cute because it was the playmakers versus the guest. And if you serve the volleyball, volleyball, you hit it wrong and you lost a point for your team, you had to take a shot of tequila and take an article of clothing off. And I mean, everyone was naked. Like the playmakers, like yeah. naked, naked. And it was just so cute. Like everyone was having so much fun. And that was such a fun, I mean, everything. So the playmakers truly just made it such a great time because everyone was such a, having such a good time. Everyone was so involved. And so they did a ton of different little games like that every single day at the pool throughout the day and so you always had something to watch or be a part of it was really really entertaining they did trivia at the pool stuff like that too where there was a different point values and we didn't know this until the last day of our stay there but if you look on your tv and you go into the I think it said either hotel information or day information. It had a timeline of what was going on that day. So we didn't even know there was going to be a phone party until we met some friends and they saw that on there. We're like, oh my gosh, I'm at, at three o'clock. There's this. So it even goes at 10 o'clock. There's this game at 11 o'clock. There's this thing going on. And so make sure you check that. There were shows every night, which were also really cool. I think they were my favorite shows of all the resorts that we went to. There was just a bunch of different dancing and there was a large crew that was there it was all on the center stage and everyone would just sit there and watch the show i will say the shows usually started around 15 to 20 minutes late every single night like so they're supposed to start at 10 and it was only 10 15 10 20 before everyone actually started but the shows themselves were really really cool this show area was right outside of the lobby and so if you're looking at the pool you actually have to go up this ramp or you have to go up the stairs and I guess you could say and that is where the nighttime outside party was it was up on a platform where the show was and then at the end of all the shows the playmakers would bring guests up onto the stage and that is where everybody danced I did feel like well we both felt like because the dancing area was up on a platform and you have to walk up like four steps up to this platform to dance i think that deterred more people from dancing because you go up there and then there are seats all around it and then especially where the bar is and so if you're dancing up on the stage everybody's kind of watching you and you know if you're shy and you don't want everybody to watching you i think i, I wish that it wasn't just up on a stage i think if it was all one platform more people would have danced because it kind of get some courage to go up there. Not to say that everybody is like, you know, staring at you and it looks like you're dancing for a show by yourself or anything. There are people up there, but I think more people would be dancing if it wasn't up on a stage. And then what, what was your favorite show? There was one show that was, it was almost a fashion show, but the end, all these girls came out in angel wings, all these different angel wings, and it literally looked like a Victoria's Secret fashion show. It was so beautiful and the girls would like take a lap around and they all got up on the stage at the end and like walked in a circle it was so beautiful it really and they put all this good music and the lighting was sexy it was that was my favorite show by far 
Me too. I, I really, really like that one. Especially because we're really into fashion and we always love the Victoria's Secret fashion show. So whenever they walked out with that, we were like, what the heck? And the, oh my gosh, I can go keep going back to the Playmakers, but they're so energetic and they're so fun and entertaining. One time, this one guy, he came, one of the Playmakers like went up and like almost climbed up on the scaffolding and he was like dancing. It was kind of scary, honestly, but he... Whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> Music-wise, now if you've listened to our reviews of every other lifestyle thing we've ever been to, we always have a complaint about music because it's always EDM. This is the first time ever that I will not have that complaint. This, to me, was the best music I've ever heard at a lifestyle thing. And I think it is because it was just such a big spread of music. Yeah, they had variety. They had EDM music. They had Top 40. They had pop music. They had... 80s they had they had everything reggaeton they, yeah yeah and it really was spaced out and so it wasn't just like oh it's all reggaeton then it's all edm then it's all it literally was spaced out and so it felt like such a good blend and you'd go and you'd be dancing you'd be like oh, i'm gonna go take a break for a second and you'd go back up because the song was so great again and i loved the music here and that was at nighttime and also during the daytime during the daytime pool parties they played some of the best music i've ever heard so the dj at temptation in my opinion was Incredible. I had no complaints because it was such a large array of music, so everyone got something they liked. We're going to talk about all these miscellaneous things that we didn't know exactly where to put within earlier. And so to note, this is a topless optional resort. So it is not completely nude. You do not have to be topless, but you do have that option. I would say a majority of women were topless, maybe a little bit more than 50-50. I'd say maybe like 60-40. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to be topless of course everything is consensual so if you want to be you can be but if you're not topless no one's going to make you be topless or make you feel bad that you're not topless so definitely keep that in mind too i did see some women wearing pasties as well around the pool i would say it's just a very like it seems like upscale vegas type of pool that's a good way to describe yeah, it yeah so even like the the different bikinis and things uh, and the swimsuits i feel like people were wearing just looked more upscale rather than, I don't know if that makes sense, but. <laughs> One thing that we cannot talk too much into, but I think it's worth noting, is there's a thing called Boobs Cruise, which is not from Temptation, but a lot of people that are on Temptation go and do it. From my understanding, it's Mondays and Fridays, and it seems to just be a party on a boat and people seem to get really wild there from what we've heard people have sex on board from what we've heard we did not go we said that we would go next time but we also thought it'd be fun to go if you're with a group of friends and so we did not go on the boobs cruise but it's something to look up it's just out of cancun so maybe do some research on that if you're interested but a lot of people that like to party a lot seem to go on it so i don't know how much it costs it's an additional thing that's not with temptation temptation but a lot of people do go. I think that it's like four to six hours long. You go on a boat. They do take you to a place where you have lunch and the alcohol is included. So it's an all-inclusive excursion type thing. The reason why we didn't want to do it was because we knew it wasn't all lifestyle people. And now knowing kind of how the Temptation Resort is, I don't know if we would have liked it that much that's why we wanted to wait to go with a group because if we had a group that was pretty much all lifestyle or at least a majority of the boat was lifestyle we feel like we would be more comfortable because i don't i'm not really into just the crazy wild people who aren't lifestyle which brings, who don't have the etiquette which brings us into another little thing about uh, miscellaneous 
is the single males here. There are single females as well, but I've never seen this many single males at an event or anything before. And like I said, I have no problem with single males, but these did not feel like lifestyle single males. So they did not have the etiquette and respect that people that are truly lifestyle single males should have. It was very, there's a lot of very kind of like the creepy hang around. I don't know how to describe that. Just, you know, the single male that, yeah. that why they have a bad rap is the guys that are at Temptation. Like there's so many that just didn't get it. I'll tell a little story. About yeah, go for that. <laughs> so honestly, I didn't get that. It was pretty much just one guy who, it was this main person who was the very single guy vibe. But anyway, so. There's this, definitely more than just one person though. Yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, but so this one specifically. So we, it was the very first day too. So we were at the pool. He hovered around. He was hopping from person to person, group to group. Would you know touch like down on your lower back when I barely even knew him? Like I didn't really even know his name. He, you would be talking to a group of people, and he would just hover and just be there like didn't know how to take a hint and so he it was me jason and we were talking to another couple and so then he was hanging out around there again and even another time he asked jace if he could party with us later or something and then another uh, we were with another girlfriend who was a single girl and then she was trying to get him to leave and she was like hey i'm gonna go fuck them later or something he she's like i'm gonna go fuck them and he still didn't get it and so that's when he was like basically asked if he could come too so it's this kind of person okay but the funny part is so i'm talking to jason this other couple and then he says hey if i'm being annoying just let me know and i said do you want me to be honest and he said yes and i said you are giving single guy and i said you are so overbearing and it seems like you can't and i was just a hundred percent completely honest with this person i wasn't being like rude or anything i was just being brutally honest and i was like if you want to be successful in this if you want to be successful as a single guy in this and, and meet people and and have them like you this is what you need to do i told them like our, <laughs> our youtube channel i was like i have a video that you can watch that's gonna help you and i'm telling and he he completely respected that he understood he gave us space then we saw him the next couple days he seemed like a brand new person yeah and it was i felt so good about that and i and i look whenever we saw him he was respectfully talking to other people he wasn't like way too close to women and stuff anymore he wasn't being like touchy like that like i felt so proud of that so and then we saw him people were really engaged too it's like it really was. It, it was great. He seemed like a changed person, and I hope he was because it was it was awesome to see. That's the kind of single men that people do respect and that we love in the lifestyle. So I hope he stays that way because it was great. No, that <coughs> most of them aren't like that <laughs> at Temptation Resort. A couple other little miscellaneous things. One thing to note is we were at Temptation Monday through Wednesday. We had a friend who was there on Saturday when it was at capacity. She said Monday through Wednesday felt like it was 25% of what Saturday was. So if you wanted to be busy go thursday through sunday in those days weekdays are not going to be near as busy as the weekends that goes for all the resorts but especially temptation 
If you want to be busy, go on a weekend. This is like one of the negatives that I personally found. I know it's Mexico. I know they can't help it, but I felt like there were so many flies in the buffet area and I know they can't help it. I know it's hard. Of course, it's like outside because you're, you know, you're going from the outside. Oh, and back to the food. There actually was a grill outside too by the pool that you could get food at. But anyway, so I'm talking about the inside buffet. You would go from the pool into the buffet, you know, the doors open close all the time but before you would sit down the server would come and have to shoo the flies away and I don't know how many flies landed on all the food over there so just keep that in mind I don't know it, it didn't like deter me too much or anything but I just don't love flies so that's something <laughs> when it comes to tips uh, if you want better service make sure you're tipping so I would say it was custom everything is all-inclusive I would say it was custom to tip like a dollar per drink. Um, you're gonna get faster service that way too. You don't have to, of course, it is optional. Another thing you could do is tip at the beginning. So if you're at the bar, if you tip like a 10 or a 20 and you know that server is going to be there or that bar staff is going to be there, they'll see you and they're gonna come to you first. Same thing with at dinner. We felt like a five to $10 per dinner. We just left it on the tables. You'll also see that at the buffet area too so after people are done eating they'll leave a few dollars there so make sure you bring some money to tip and it was all in American dollars we didn't see like a ton of people leaving tips and pesos last thing before we get to the conclusion is the sitting by the pool there is not a lot of seats like there's a lot of seats but if they said it was 25% capacity whenever we were there and it was still difficult to find like a seat I can only imagine when it's full capacity how difficult it is. We noticed people getting up, you know, or from we heard people would get up at 7 or 8 in the morning, go put some towels out to kind of get a seat for themselves. So if you want a really great seat by the pool that's not in the sun all the time, you might want to get up early, throw a towel down, leave a little bag so you could have a seat. For the most part, that is, that is what Temptation was like. We had an absolutely amazing time. The big question, would we go back? We would go back if we would definitely wait until the weekend to go back so i definitely wouldn't go on a monday through wednesday again and we talked about how we would prefer to go if there was a lifestyle takeover and speak make sure you are keeping up with us on our socials and be a part of our email list because we would like to do a foreplay takeover at some point in 2023 and so if there was a majority of lifestyle people we would probably say that temptation was our favorite resort because of the playmakers and how fun it was and and the high energy vibe and the demographic but because there are so many singles and a majority even of the couples that were there weren't technically lifestyle they're just there to have fun like we ran into people who found out about the place from Expedia yeah. So it's like you come in with, with those, that type of mindset and it's just, it's a different vibe. So yes, but it kind of depends. So the big thing to know is if you are there just to party, just to have fun, Temptation is probably a really good option for you. But if you are looking for the lifestyle aspect of it, like Bella said, Temptation might not be the best option, but it's also still a really good option. I think that we like the idea of splitting it like we did. We did Temptation and Desire instead of and Desire Pearl. I liked splitting it. Also, if you even if you had a huge lifestyle group, I think five days would even be pushing it for how much you could really go because of how hard the party is. Unless you're gonna take breaks in between and maybe do three days and take a day off where you're just sitting at the pool doing nothing and then do three days again or something. But the thought of doing a week at Just Temptation 
honestly sounds so overwhelming just because of how much people party there. So keep that in mind too. I think that like three, think three, nights. three, three maybe four, four yeah. might be good. But I think if we did it, I like the split of three and three or three and four at Desire or something like that. Yeah, we talked about how if we were to go and do both of them again, we would do Thursday through Sunday and then just stay in an Airbnb Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that next week go to Desire RM. Yeah, so it's definitely worth going to. I would definitely recommend checking it out if you are a lifestyle person. I still think you can have a lot of fun. We met, we did meet people that were lifestyle. It was a really good time, and I'm really happy we got to go. I've been hearing about it for so long, and so and you hear about friends going with groups all the time there, so I know that's really regular. So I like to see it on the weekend. I'm sure we'll go at some point on the weekend. So yeah, look out for next year. Another thing is we did film a little vlog, kind of has some behind the scenes. We can't show too much, but if you go to our YouTube channel, which is if you look up foreplay.com slash YouTube, you'll be able to find it on there. And that way you can kind of see a little bit of the amenities and stuff if you're interested in seeing some of it. So hopefully that will give you some behind the scenes. We did the same thing for Desire and hopefully that will help out. But really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as we enjoyed going and much as we enjoyed filming it today. And let's go ahead and jump into Bell and Jace's weekly obsessions. We were in Cancun for a week before we went to the resorts, uh, just hanging out at an Airbnb. It was like a workcation, and somehow Jace found a bunch of unreleased songs. I, we did not know that this TikTok. was a thing. Oh, it was on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you look on YouTube, you just search unreleased songs and you, then your favorite artist so jace's was is dua lipa mine is ariana grande and so he found that and there was like 98 songs of dua lipa and i think ariana had even more than that and i was like what because i'm like ariana stan and so the fact that i was listening to these songs that i've never heard before was absolutely incredible and crazy and so my personal uh weekly obsession is I guess all of Ariana Grande's unreleased songs, but specifically right now is one called You. And then my other thing is we were coming back from the resorts and on American Airlines, they have that thing where you can watch on their app or something where they have, you know, free entertainment. And so I kept hearing about the morning show from Apple TV and it has Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. It's about them being, you know, TV show anchors and the drama that goes with that. And that show is incredible. So I watched the first two episodes on the airplane. I think we've been back for maybe three days now. I am four days. I am now on the second season. So very, very, very incredible show. My weekly obsessions are also the unreleased music. Uh, There's a song called Firestarter, which I think is one of my favorite Dua Lipa songs ever, actually. And so that is my song and also all of the unreleased music. And Ariana Grande and Dua Lipa actually have an unreleased song together that was supposed to be in Charlie's Angels and it got cut because of some scheduling thing. Dua Lipa schedule, Yeah. yeah. But we've been listening to that song like crazy because both of our favorite artists have a song together that neither of us had ever heard. And we were like mind blown. We really were. Like we saw, we were like, what? I remember our jaws dropped. We listened to it. We were like, oh. So that's why I've been listening to a lot. <laughs> my other weekly obsession is I'm actually getting my ears pierced tonight in actually like a few hours. And so I guess this is, uh, what's that called? A premeditated weekly obsession but i've been thinking about it i think i'm gonna be obsessed with it. i sure hope i am. I know what if you like don't actually like it then i guess we'll find out yeah. <laughs> 
so that's my other weekly obsession that I feel like maybe isn't even fair for me to use, but I'm going to use it anyway. It's my it's my call. So I am going to say <laughs> getting my ears pierced, and I hope it looks cool. If not, we'll all find out together at some point on, in, on the internet somewhere. We also did online shopping, and Jace just bought a bunch of piercings before he even had. I bought earrings, not piercings. Oh, sorry, earrings. yeah, a bunch of earrings. I'm really thinking I'm going to like it. I think so. I think you're going to So that's, that's my weekly yeah. obsession. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will hit you with the outro. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com slash games. We also have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com shop. We have a bunch of different lifestyle events and resorts that we'll be attending and would love to party with you at them. Check foreplay.com events for a list of everywhere we'll be. And if you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay Podcast and TikTok at Foreplay Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Free. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Foreplay, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!